Hey, welcome to our episode 51 of wow. the Best Small Business World in the World podcast. I'm Sturdy McKee here with Matt Fitzsimmons uh, as usual. Uh, good morning, Matt. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, my friend. 51 episodes, didn't we do? Well, crikey. <laughs> well, now, if, if only people would share and more people would listen, huh? But um, anyway, today, today, so... This is, this is a little bit more of a global um, topic today. We're going to talk about who should I listen to? Okay, so this is, I mean, we work with business owners all the time and this ends up being kind of a big deal, um, a, a really big deal, actually. But it's yeah. going to apply across the board. So if you want to share this with your colleagues, your your team members, you know, your kids, your whatever, that it, it might end up being a good topic for all kinds of folks. I would so, imagine Matt, so. Yeah run with it well this 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 is a really interesting topic i've had two conversations over the last week that relate directly to this particular subject um and and they were always they were they happen in business owners but one was talking about a business issue and one was talking about a um, a health issue as, as it turns out but the question came up i'm hearing all these different stories who should i actually listen to and it's a really fair question isn't it because Everyone's an expert these days. Hey, we, we go into Dr. Google or whatever, and, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we can solve, you know, world poverty and that sort of thing because, you know, let me tell you what you need to know. But we actually know there's actually people out there who, who do whatever it is, medicine or, or business or whatever for a living, uh, that we should pay more attention to. Not saying that we should actually discount anybody else because, you know, people may have their own experiences and they want to they give you the benefit of that. But there are people who are experts who should be listened to, perhaps more than mum, who doesn't have a you know a, a business background. Um, and I had literally had these two conversations. One in particular was about health, um, and this guy had been getting all this advice from his mates who happened to be a well, one in particular happened to be a conspiracy theorist. And I just said, well, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right. Um, and I'm not going to talk about what the subject it is because it might bring up some people listening to this and it might, it might trigger them. That's not what this is about. This is about qualified expertise giving advice versus, you know, hey, I heard, I saw something on the internet <laughs> or I watched a YouTube video that said you know, this well, or whatever. Part of what you're talking about right now is super important because people aren't, we're not always vetting the folks we're listening to, right? We're not going and doing a little bit of more of a dig. Um you know, I had somebody try to pitch me this morning on text message, but didn't identify themselves. And I'm like, who are you? And then it was Frank from the sales agency. I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta give me more. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's literally the name of the company for whatever. Don't, don't, don't hate on me for that. But it's like, you know, when somebody comes up with a really, really generic name for their company, to me, that's a bit of a flag, right? That's like, it's hard to look up. It's hard to verify, whatever. I did find the founder went and looked at it a little bit seems fine. I'm not going to disparage them or anything, but um, it was like, uh, if I'm going to go to somebody, I want to go to somebody who's been down the path before, right? Mm -hmm. Or has studied and has that expertise, as you just said. So, I mean, yeah. for, you know, my background is clinical background. I can't tell you how many times over the years, um, you know, when I started practicing, I'm so old that Google was a new thing and all that, right? When I started practicing, but patients would come in and say, well, I read this or somebody told me this. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that's good that they're active and they're doing research and they're looking into it themselves. It's good that they have stories from their friends and what have you. But what's interesting is you've got to get back to the root cause. And that's where you're talking to the experts and hopefully figuring out a diagnostic piece, right? So mm -hmm. people would say, like, if, you know, go out to a cocktail party. What do you do? Oh, you're, you're, you're a physical therapist. What do you do for back pain? Like, I don't know. Because, well, maybe, maybe you should. That's the whole point. <laughs> I don't know because, you know, there are multiple, multiple root causes for back pain. And yeah. there are three kind of most biggest categories. And what you do for one is literally the opposite of what you do for another. Right. Um, so, yeah, you said don't bend forward. Well, that's absolutely true for one kind one origin of back pain it's absolutely yeah. wrong for another origin of back pain right mm. so what you want to do is with that expert you need to diagnose where you are because what do you what do you do for this problem if they're not taking the time to figure out where you currently are and that from the coaching where you want to go mm. right how do i know where to, i mean i don't know what i'm just pulling dots out of here i don't know how to connect the dots yeah so that's, that's a key point of talking to an expert. And you know what I find really interesting about experts is that there are scales of experts within industries. Oh. Oh, so, boy. you know, if, if, if you sure. look at the, the big scale, down one end you've got, hey, I saw something on YouTube or the internet or something. All the way through <laughs> to, I, I have a PhD in this subject and I teach people right. about it and I spend my life researching. And 20 years of experience, right, right. Exactly. And and so you've got this massive scale. And unfortunately, I think that we don't weight everyone the way that they should be weighted on that scale. Well, we're taught we're taught not to. You're exactly right. But but think about this. We're taught not to, right? Mm. We're, we're we our systems, and I'm not sure about how bad it is in New Zealand, but in the US, our system is set up to commoditize expertise. Mm. Okay. And yes. what I mean by that is all doctors get paid the same under a certain contract, right? All physical therapists get paid the same under a certain contract, you know? So if I decide to contract with Aetna and accept their payment structure, it doesn't matter if I've got advanced certifications and a doctorate degree and have done research and teaching and, you know, 15 or 20 years experience dealing with this problem, the, the, the payment they provide is the same as, you know, the, the new grad. And it's, yeah. it's wild. It was one of these things we fought in physical therapy because people say, well, I, I got physical therapy or I went to physical therapy. And you're like, well, yeah. and that was, by the way, I, I saw a doctor. I'm like, oh, who did you see? And I can't tell you how many times they don't know. Wow, right. Okay. Patients like, who did you see? And I, I, I swear so, so many times this came up. Who did you see? Well, Kaiser. Kaiser is a system. The mm. giant healthcare system. It's not a person. Who did you yeah. see? It, it literally is why I'm asking because particularly like orthopedic stuff, right? Who did you see coming from me at that point in time with 20 years of clinical experience, having seen the outcomes of surgeries and all this from all the people around that matters. Mm. And, you know, yeah, I could help I guide somebody to, well, maybe you want to get another opinion from this person or, I mean, there was one person in town that I wouldn't send my dog to, and my dog was dead. Okay. <laughs> that bad, huh? that <laughs> oh, bad. absolutely not a chance, right? <laughs> and then you talk to somebody who sent, who, you know, whose kid saw this person, and you're like, dude, you need to take them somewhere else too. You know, listen, 
filter it yourself, but get the other opinion. Um, what I find really interesting about when you're dealing with experts too, there's two ways that I recognize an expert. The first thing is um, they are actually recognized by other people as being experts. Um, mm -hmm. They th That's the first thing I'd look for is say, hey, if, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a, a medical thing. Okay, go and see this guy. He's the expert on whatever. And the second thing I've, I find about experts is they ask way more questions than what they give solutions. And before they give you a right. solution, they will spend an inordinate amount of time finding out more about what you're going. And that's if you look at Exactly. And and that's yeah. that's probably why they are an expert is they take a moment to find out, to understand, to get context. Mm -hmm. And in the yeah. world of the internet, when you can watch a video and in five minutes have the world world's problem solved, they're not <laughs> listening. They're actually just talking. And and I think great experts spend much more time listening. Um, and, and that's that's how I recognize them because they'll sit there and they're on the if it was a clinical thing, they would ask me loads and loads of questions and they would maybe do some tests or whatever. So before they gave me anything in the way of a solution, they'd get crystal clear in what they need to know. Because if they're going to give me a solution, they want it to be the right solution, which is why they usually are respected as being experts. Same in the business world, right? So a really good lawyer, accountant, coach, whatever, will spend a, a ton of time figuring out what's important to you, the way that you want to do things, what's going right, what's going wrong, all that sort of stuff before they start prescribing, hey, this is what you need to do. Um, so that's one of the things, well, there's, there's, there's a couple of things that's, that I look for. But if you're going to use like professionals as a, as a, as a broad term in, in the context of business, there are different levels of, I mean, you can get your accountant who just works three doors down and, you know, it's is got a, a, a small one man business and, and that sort of thing. And they will have expertise in doing one thing probably quite well. If you're dealing with somebody with a big firm behind them and, and lots of expertise, well, there's probably people within that firm who have way deeper knowledge base in a, in a particular area. And you will use them for, for different types of advice. So, so don't be afraid to, access different people for different things. If I had a, a muscular problem, I would go and talk to a physiotherapist. Why? Because that's what you guys do. You know, um, it might not be where I end, but it would certainly be from my experience where I would start. And well, so, yeah, I, I, sorry. No, I, I love it. That's exactly your, the person who's asking you questions. That's a, a big part of how you can assess and maybe, you know, decide how deeply you're going to listen to this person because when they are asking more questions for some people they get a little frustrated with that right it's like i just want an answer well <laughs> I just if you want, want the answer <laughs> yeah if you just want the answer if you just and basically what that usually means what in my experience is that they just want validation for the answer they've already chosen right so so if you know if someone if you go to someone with a problem or you're saying yeah this is going on or this is a challenge or what have you and they start asking questions and going deeper with you go there with them because mm -hmm. you know most of the time that person is really doing what, exactly what you just said they're trying to diagnose they're trying to get to the root cause they're trying to figure out why you're having the issue you're having that can be treated there can be interventions you know for most things once you know exactly what it is and as you said more closely matched right mm -hmm. so the other person, because there's different types of expertise, right? So I want to bring this one out. It, they don't, it doesn't just have to be somebody with advanced degrees in this in research in this particular area, right? It can be somebody who has lived experience 
in that area as well. So when you're selecting a mentor or an accountability buddy or whatever it is, right, or somebody that you're going to be talking to or bouncing ideas off of, the person who's been down that path before, or even better yet, helped other people down that path before, may that's who we're going to listen to. And I'm, I'm thinking about somebody we know who, you know, would cut taking advice from a lot of different people and explaining the advice. And then when you ask, have they ever done what you, what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, the answer was no. Do they have experience? And I'm thinking of business owners, like, you know, if you're trying to build a small business from scratch and you're taking advice from people who are high level executives and very successful in their realm, but at a larger, you know, corporation or organization or whatever, is their experience relevant and, and back to kind of circling back to what you started with, how many questions are they asking in the first place? Or are they just giving you advice and telling you what to do? Yeah. Because advice and telling you what to do, subtly different, but really important. Um, and one of the, you know, one of the best examples I've, I've had is I was working with a client years ago. They'd just come on maybe six months earlier and their accountant had, uh, so we were looking at restructuring the company. Um, I have a law background, so I have a, a pretty good working understanding of business structures, but it's only a working understanding. I am not a lawyer. So I said, um, okay, let's go and talk to, uh, so the purpose was to protect assets. And in New Zealand, we have a, a system whereby you can put things in trust um, and and do that. And we went to the accountant and said, okay, um, could you please um, make a plan for how we're going to transfer these assets out of here into the, all that sort of thing. Anyway, the accountant said, nah, it'll never work. And I said, okay, that's cool. W- why do you say that? Um, and he went on and, and he had a small business mind. So he was a small business accountant. He was just like a bookkeeper, effectively. Uh, he was a chartered accountant, but he was just a bookkeeper. And so we had to go and get somebody else um, who we, we went to sort of a lawyer first and we went and saw uh, another accounting firm who deals with trusts and that sort of thing all the time. And they oh. said, yes, it's absolutely the right thing to do. Um, here's how we would do it. And we went on and did it. And the guy fortunately had his building burnt down a few years later and really appreciated the fact that everything was, was held in a, in a trust. So um, just because somebody says accountant over their, over their door or lawyer or whatever, just like you said, mate, doesn't mean that they have experience in that area. They might have experience as an accountant or whatever, but mm. within that, within that specialization of a, or industry, there are multiple spe- specializations. I mean, tons. Sure. I mean, think about your, your doctors, right? Yeah. ENTs, you know, gastroenterologists, OBGYNs, uh, oncologists, PM&R, orthopedic surgeons. I mean, yeah, you've got lots of different parts and pieces to the system. So there are times when going to a general practitioner is absolutely appropriate mm. right someone who's a bit, a bit more of a generalist but then depending upon the complexity and severity of the the problem or the issue getting you to the right expert is actually something that should be happening i mean healthcare is a good everybody understands that kind of analogy but it's the same for 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 anything else right so um no i i absolutely agree i really like what you're saying about you know choosing the person with the right expertise that's relevant to the situation. And also to add another another flavor to that uh, particular thing, you'll have people who are 
they grew they grew one business in one industry and now they're advising everybody on every every industry and you see a lot of this over the internet where you have got influencers and the and they've done one thing and they have grown one one business in one way now they deserve credit for well, doing that so first and, for, first and foremost they deserve some credit but just because you grew one business one way doesn't mean that all businesses can grow in that same way Every business I know grows in its own unique way. They've got its own, they got their own ways of doing things and of being successful. So again, you've got to be really careful about who you vet for advice because it's because a guy come on and said, Hey, I grew a hundred bajillion dollar business. And this doesn't mean that, you know, your corner store is going to be the same. Well, and what I, what I see a lot of people do like these overnight successes or these influencer expert type people is they've productized a system from their business, right? So they figured out a way to do marketing. And that's a big one, right? Everybody thinks, by the way, everybody thinks more, more input is going to solve all their problems. <laughs> and we, we both have seen that's not the case, right? Uh, or, you know, so if you don't have enough leads, you don't have enough business that that can obviously put you out of business. So yeah, it's a critical issue. But there's so many other moving parts to it aside from just client acquisition. Um, you know, I've, I've met with and talked with sales folks who are, you know, marketing and sales and putting sales first and they're growing the business that way. But they kind of, they really do put delivery in the back seat, mm -hmm. right? And the beautiful, I mean, again, this is why you want to talk you want, to, you want to choose your advice. You want to listen to multiple people because if someone's ignoring that delivery piece, that delivery piece could be the most productive, most um, effective way of regenerating more leads. Because if you're delivering an outstanding experience and doing a really great job, people will tell other people. And then you will get referrals, you know, via word of mouth, whether that's Kind of official word of mouth like that medical model or if that's you know word of mouth from customers and family members and colleagues and that kind of thing yep 100 mate 100 so if you're listening to this podcast and you think to yourself yeah i'm in that situation my mom or my nan has given me advice on what i should do with my next buyer or something like this i don't think that anyone should be completely discounted until you find out what they have to say Mm -hmm. but the first place to start with would for me would be what qualify uh, this is what i'd ask myself right so right. i'd say what qualifications do these people have to give me advice now it may well be that they have the best intentions in the world mm -hmm. but not a great deal of expertise because if you're giving advice your intention generally speaking is pretty good you don't give advice to you know to put someone uh, through a bad time so so they probably have the right. right intentions and so you should probably just thank them and say hey thanks i appreciate it but what you actually listen to I would start with what sort of background do they have in this? And like you said, and you're absolutely right, they don't have to have a PhD to have a background in it. I know tons of people. Um, I know my mother was a nurse, right? And so she was a midwife nurse and she was nursing for the best part of 45 years. And mm. doctors would come to her, doctors with 12 sure. years you know, of study would go to her and they'd say, okay, wh what do you think? This is what I think. What do you think? And they would respect it because she just had so much experience. She might not right. have had the PhD next to her name, but she, you know, she was pretty experienced. So experience doesn't always come in the form of qualifications, but, but often it does, but don't discount them just because they don't. So look at their background, um, assume that their motives are, are, are good and then go, okay, 
are they doing more listening? Because that to me is that is that key sign of of expertise. Is do they do more listening than what they do yeah. talking? And if they do that, then that's a probably a pretty good place to start. Um, I mean, for us, like <laughs> we deal with so many businesses. If people come to us and they and, and we offer them a solution, normally I, I I spend quite a bit of time you know going out and finding out what's going on in the business. Mm-hmm. But I probably dealt with it because I've been doing this for what, 20, this is my 24th year of working with businesses and helping them mm-hmm. grow. Whatever it is, I've probably seen it. You're the same. I mean, you've grown, you've grown multiple businesses. You've owned a heap. Um, you've got a great background. So when people come to you, it's not like, oh yeah, I just did this one thing once and it was really good. So let me tell you how to do yours. <laughs> you well, and that, that brings up another thing that I think we, you know, are, I, I want to call out here is the survivorship bias because we listen yeah. to people who are successful, right? And sometimes, sometimes there's a fair bit of luck, right? There's a fair bit of timing. There's some yeah. stuff they're not sharing with you behind the scenes. Um, I mean, you know, you can listen to Bill Gates and Microsoft, but there was definitely some luck involved with, you know, a- acquiring the interface that they could then, because of connections and other things, get that into, and timing, by the way, get that Mm. into the IBM computers and all that kind of stuff. Right. So trying to model that or repeat that you'd have to be just in the right place at the right time, you know, with everything in your favor for that kind of, I don't know what, I forget what you call it, Matt, the, the confluence of events. Um, Yeah. It's it's like a, yeah. Luck. (laughs) Yeah. Well, right. Everything came together at once so that, you know, you could launch from there. Now they did a lot of smart things, a lot of really good things along the way to continue, but um, you know, we're not all going to get that kind of a break. So we want to, and, and, you know, but, but we glorify these people. They're in the media, they're on the front pages, uh, you know, um, it, it can pay off in spades to listen to people who've fallen down and tripped up and failed and tried it again, right? Maybe they're not as wildly successful. They didn't have a billion dollar company. Okay. But what about the folks who, you know, are, have a $50 million company and are, you know, or have a $5 million company with a work-life balance, right? You start. Yeah. See, see, now now you've hit the nail on the head. Work-life balance. Yeah. Right. So what, you know, what is it you're trying to, learn and are you really vetting and asking questions and i i keep talking to people where i'm like okay so what what questions do you have for me and they really don't and i'm kind of fascinated by that right i mean so do you already know what my qualifications and credit you know how much do you know about me well not really that much and you come into this with no questions yeah that's that's maybe we should talk about that yeah. yeah yeah that's kind of scary now here you know let's get you three questions that you can ask anybody that you're going to talk to to look for any kind of help. Okay. Yeah. Start framing things for them to be, to, to make better decisions. Right. Yeah. And I, I think you actually, uh, you touched on a the subject there. Um, like you talked to the likes of Bill Gates and, um, and, and mm-hmm. people like Bill Gates have, they've written books. Well, like they normally ghost write by the way, but they've written oh, sure. books <laughs> time and memoriam about, about their business success. And, and that's cool. And, and, and fair play to them. They have mm-hmm. had, uh, business success in the context of a multi kajillion dollar corporation. Um, but if that's not your business model, then I would take what they say with uh, an absolute grain of salt. They may have some valid points. Absolutely. 
Um, but if you don't own a fifteen billion dollar business, then taking advice on on so from a practical perspective, right? So you own an HR company, which is which is awesome, and each and every single business that you deal with will have its own unique pressures. Some will be big, some will be small, some will be um, like this and that. So. So what works for one business, the sort of person who will work well in a in a small um, practice will probably, well, they, they might struggle in a bigger practice. Everything is unique to that to, to the different businesses. So I'd be very careful of generic advice that you read a book about. Speaking with a well, guy who's got tons of books behind me. <laughs> well, see the the well the challenge with the books because I, I mean we you and I both read a lot and we've written as well, right? And there is kind of a way, but the challenge with the books, the challenge with listening to somebody on, you know, a podcast, the challenge with watching videos on the internet or whatever, is that you have to do a self-diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to know what applies because the, I mean, the information often is really good, right? Information often is really solid, but if you apply it in the wrong context, you know, again, circling back to where you started with this conversation, Matt the context, figuring out the context, figuring out the root cause, diagnosing the issue, knowing where you want to ultimately end up. I mean, clarity wise, a lot of people don't even know where they want to end up themselves, right? They haven't defined their end game or their goal for, you know, for it, for whatever it is. So getting that clarity about where you want to go and then getting somebody's help on where am I right now, really truthfully, you know, facing the unvarnished ugly facts right and then putting a plan together to get from a to b which it, what that can be over the next week that can be over the next eight years you know it, it, it can be whatever but yeah back to your idea of who to listen to the person that's going to really go through and listen to you i think that that's a great place to start so before you listen to them, listen to you, uh, uh, um, watch them listen to you. Yeah, totally. Cool. Hopefully people who are listening to this will, will take some solace in this because we get advice thrown at us. I mean, the internet oh, all the is time. full of advice. Let me tell you what you need to know about you. It's like everything is that. And <laughs> it, is, it is really hard sometimes to sift through quality, well-thought-out advice. And mm-hmm. and then just generic stuff that's thrown out because they want to get clicks, and there is so much of that these days. People just want to get clicks, so they'll sit there and say something controversial or or something that's inflammatory or or, sure. or whatever just to get a reaction. That's that should not be the point. That should not be the point. Well, the point, you know. I mean, um, you're you're talking funny. about people trying to get clicks, but I mean that's our mainstream media as well, right? And and every other form of media. It's about eyeballs. So if you can't get the eyeballs, you can't, you know, do the good work. So, yeah, there's, yeah, where's the balancing on that? (laughs) That's the why. That's why they do it because, you know, they want to stay in business, which is fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. Right, right. But then you got to deliver something of substance. Um, But, yeah, if you're not quite sure, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that all sounds good, but, you know, what do I do with all this? take a first step and think about where you want to end up because again, as Matt said, that context really is relevant to, to solving any problem, to coming up with any plan. Um, You know, where you are now, where you want to end up is, is key. If you don't know how to get there, then, you know, that's definitely engage the experts. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
So, in whatever in, in whatever field it is, it's medical, right. whether it's whether it's business, whether it's any in sport, you know, who do you right. talk to? Coach, you know, all that same sort of stuff in whatever context. Well, and let's go back to the medical for last, just to kind of wrap this whole idea up. If my elbow hurts and I want to pitch, you know, baseball in the season starts in eight weeks, I need to know why my elbow hurts. Right. And all the videos in the world on the internet or all the reading of WebMD or whatever is probably not going to tell you what's wrong. It's going to give you a whole bunch of ideas. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can go try to self diagnose and, you know, do a bunch of different things and see what sticks or, you know, engage someone who's done this for 20 years with a whole bunch of different people and can pick it apart, figure out exactly what's going on and, and get, get you onto the right path. Exactly. So. Exactly. Cool. As always, my friend, it's a pleasure. Yeah, for real. Thank you. And thanks everybody for listening today. Hope, hope you found some of this helpful. And of course, if you ever find yourself stuck or what have you around this, reach out to us. That's what we're here for. If you'd like some advice, we promise to listen a lot because we do it for a job. <laughs> well, listen first. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All See right, you, mate. Thank you.